Good evening, everyone. I just want to focus on this short line at the beginning of the gospel. It was about noon. John the Evangelist makes a clear point that Christ is going to draw water at noon or sit at the well at noon when the woman comes to draw the water. And traditionally, this has always been interpreted, that the woman, because of the lifestyle she's leading, everyone in town is talking about her. Everyone is gossiping about her. They sort of ostracize her. And she, in her shame, and realizing that the town has judged her, goes at noon when nobody is there to draw water. Normally, you draw water in the morning so you can use it for the rest of the day. And in the morning is when it's much cooler. Noon's the hottest time of the day. And so a woman is going there to avoid the scorn, to avoid the judgment, to avoid the look of the people. This is the way we traditionally sort of understand this. But I want to propose something else. What if the people really weren't judging her? What if the people really weren't giving her the evil eye? What if they didn't even know who she was? What if she was just some random lady, but instead she was the one who felt judged? She was the one who was reading things into the look or the gesture or even the words of other people? That's what I want to propose. And I want to do so today, this meditation on feeling like we're judged, because it's something that we can struggle from. People today, and maybe people in the past, someone feels judged, particularly by religious people, regardless of what the denomination is. Maybe they come to Mass, maybe they're talking to someone, maybe they're at an event, and they feel judged. And so I'll go up, or someone else will go up and say, well, what evidence do you have that you're actually being judged? That someone has told you something, someone's ostracized you. Well, well, nothing. It's just a feeling that I got. The way you looked at the way I interpreted the way someone looked at me, or the inflection of their voice, or the feeling of having eyes on us at Mass. Whatever it is, there's no evidence. It's simply a feeling. But the problem is, at least from what I've seen, is that it's very easy from that feeling then to completely write off a person, a congregation, a whole group of people, or even a whole church or denomination. Well, those people, I'm not going to mass there anymore because they were judging me when I went up for communion, or I felt judged, and therefore I'm leaving the Catholic Church and I'm becoming a Buddhist. I'm not having anything to do with this because I felt judged. Well, what's the evidence? Where's the evidence that we're judging you? But there's none. But instead of processing that, we are going to completely write off people. And of course, this is the irony. Because you felt judged, you're really going to judge the other people that you feel are judging you. You're the real judge. That's the real hypocrisy present there. But then third and finally, of course, once we do that, it's now time to gossip about these people, to destroy their reputation, and to drive other people away from them. How bad we felt that we were treated this way, how we were judged. And so what happens is, and this is the key I'm going to be driving at, we play the victim. Playing the victim. 
Look at what happened to me. Look how bad I was treated. Look what these other people did. How unfair. And again, this victim mentality can set in. Blaming others rather than pointing the finger to ourselves. And so what is the root of this behavior? The cycle of feeling judged, writing people off and actually judging them, and then talking about it. Again, I think we can maybe do some psychoanalysis. I can't say for every single case, but from my experience, the real root of the problem is insecurity. Our own insecurity from the wounds that we have, from our, our struggle with our self-image, whatever it is, we project on other people. And it could be generalized from childhood trauma, the, the, the tendency to compare ourselves to others, we call the comparing and despairing, or maybe the guilt from real behavior that you feel or that you are going to throw on other people. But instead of facing it, yeah, I've got this woundedness, I have this insecurity, I should do something about it, it's easier to blame others. Oh, they were judging me. Oh, they weren't treating me fairly. Instead of dealing it with yourself. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I gave a homily, some of you may have been here, where I talked about Pleasure Island. And that's from the Pinocchio uh, story. And talked about how guys sometimes like to live on Pleasure Island, partying, goofing off, avoiding responsibility, and how if you're not careful and you do that long enough, you end up becoming a brain donkey and get sold into slavery. But after Mass, some of the guys said, bro, well, what about the girls? Why aren't you talking about the girls? Why are you giving us grief? And I said, you know what? That's, that's fair. I'm an equal opportunity offender. Because <laughs> the truth is, ladies, as much as maybe I'll see this behavior in guys sometimes, 99 times to 1, it's in young women that I see this behavior. And so this is your trip to Pleasure Island. Now what do I mean by that? Well, Father, we're not partying, we're not goofing off, we're not doing, acting like idiots. No, not at all. But... Just as I drew from some of the thought of Jordan Peterson a few weeks ago to talk about how men's sort of hedonistic behavior can lead them from not developing and growing a responsibility, he also talks about another way that we can live on Pleasure Island, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, and that's called playing the victim. Playing the victim. Regardless if it be in regards to what we're talking about here, of feeling judged, or any other ways that we like to play the victim. When we do that, we live on Pleasure Island because we're not taking responsibility. Not taking responsibility for our own wounds, not taking responsibility for our own insecurity, and instead blaming it on other people's instead of dealing with your own garbage. Here is the sad fact. When guys are on Pleasure Island, they're often together, hanging out, partying, drinking, being irresponsible. But for the girls' Pleasure Island, it's a deserted island. You're there all by yourself. Why? Because of this accusing others, of blaming others, of always playing the victim, you've pushed everyone away. Maybe because of your own shame, maybe because of your own insecurity, and so you're left completely alone. That's what we see in the Gospel today. 
the woman going at noon all by herself. She's living on Pleasure Island. Unfortunately, it's just miserable. Whatever pleasure she may get is the pleasure she gets in blaming others because it's too difficult to face her own insecurity, to face her own wounds. And so, what I want to do today, as I've been doing the past couple of weeks, proposing during the course of this week, we focus on one thing to grow in. Now granted, ideally, these things might be good to grow in our entire lives. This is something I think, particularly ladies, we can work on, but I guess any of us can work on it because we may all be prone to this. What to do when we are feeling judged. The very first thing we should do is let our minds take over. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence concretely that someone is judging me? Unless they come out and say, hey, I'm judging you for this, this, and this. Chances are there's no evidence. It's a feeling that you have. Therefore, to be able to realize, maybe I'm not really being judged. And therefore, moving to the second point. Stop and say, why am I feeling this? Why do I feel judged? Where's my insecurity coming from? Is it because of the way I've behaved? Is it something that comes from the, my family? Is it something that comes from me comparing and despairing? Whatever it is, why am I feeling this way? What's the root of my insecurity? And third and most importantly, just like the woman does in the gospel, take it and bring it to Jesus. Lord, here it is, because he knows what it is anyhow. She, in that encounter with Christ, found her life transformed. She was there and faced him. We can have that same sort of encounter with Jesus. Lord, I'm feeling really terrible. I'm feeling judged. I know you're not judging me because you're Jesus. But here's all the shame. Here's the insecurity. I give it to you. And so we can encounter Christ in Scripture. We can encounter Christ in prayer. We can encounter Christ in the church, particularly in the Eucharist and confession, where we go and we give the Lord our insecurities, knowing that that encounter with Him and opening ourselves to his love ends up bringing great confidence because now we can see ourselves as the Father sees us, see ourselves as Jesus sees us without our limited vision that often treats others as enemies and doesn't see the dignity that we have. And so even if someone does judge you, let's say that you go through this and you know this person is judging you, you're going to say, I really don't care. Why? Because I have my confidence because of my relationship with Jesus. And so that's the penance for this week. When we do maybe feel that insecurity, that we are feeling judged, particularly ladies, bring it to Jesus and allow yourself to encounter the mercy and love of Christ. Amen.